Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. So in our long-storied history as the United States of America, the Democrat Party has had a history of hate. They've always hated others. They used to hate blacks. Now they hate you and anyone that disagrees, like conservative Republicans or anybody else that they oppose or challenges their agenda. They're driven by a thirst for power and, sadly, by hate and their lust to oppose you, to destroy you and what you stand for. What's up, America? I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, Richie V, Mr. Call Screener, broadcasting from our backup bunker 17 miles away from Madison Square Garden in New York City. And our phone number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811, if you're a lib. And, of course, the great one is uh, off tonight. He'll be back tomorrow. I'm at Rich Valdez with an S on all of the social media. And get ready, get comfortable, turn up the volume, because the next three hours of Talk Radio Awesome, this is something I don't want you to miss. And not because of me, but because of you, the Levinites. Because the leadership of the Democrat Party and their far-left fringe, they're a hateful group. If you don't believe me, check this out. Their, their radical agenda, and if, if you don't believe in their radical agenda, you're the enemy. If you don't subscribe to their thought process on gender and sexuality, you're the enemy. If you dare question anything, things that are going on in your own government, you're the enemy. And this troubles me, because if you don't like the, IG, the uh, idea of your kids, your children, being taught about race and gender in kindergarten, first grade, second grade, five years old, you're the enemy. And they're going to go as far as getting the Federal Department of Justice to label you as a domestic terrorist if you're a parent that dares to speak up at a school board meeting. Because they're motivated by power, and they're driven by hate. Not all of them, but the fringe. So it's no wonder to me that they're going to go to all of these lengths to stop you. It's no wonder that they're going to usurp and shred the Constitution, shred the rule of law, and all things good and holy just in order to win. But I'll submit to you that I don't think it's all Democrats that think this way. It's not. It's not all Democrats that behave this way. I think it's an epidemic, an epidemic of hate that's raging through the fringe, far-left part of the Democrat Party, and it's taken root and it's spreading but it hasn't infected everybody. Perhaps it's time for an intervention. Who knows? Maybe somebody can be saved. <laughs> I, think, I think that's actually the case. You know, call me naive. But I think our Democrat friends look at their Democrat friends, and some of us need to say, look, some of them have lost their way. Some of them have sipped that Marxist Kool-Aid, and we need to tell them to knock it off. It reminds me of when I was a kid. When I was a kid, my dad would tell me, Mira, cool it. That was it. Cool it. <laughs> he would give me this look. If he were in a good mood, he would say, cool it. Understood. 
<laughs> and you knew right away you knew that you had to take it easy. Now, it seems like collectively we've lost our way as a nation. And individually, many of us are still on track. So we need to help our neighbor, to help our fellow man, to help our fellow American. Let me tell you a story. The other day, I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw a video of a kid on a bike and an older gentleman. Now, this older gentleman, he seated, uh, seated, excuse me, take two. He's seated in the uh, outdoor dining section of uh, kind of like an alfresco restaurant, you know, like a sidewalk cafe, with a woman and another gentleman, and they're on the sidewalk. And the gentleman with the white hair, he sees these two young men riding their bicycles, and they're the ones that are capturing the video. They're riding on the sidewalk, and you could see from the look on his face, he's concerned, like, my gosh, they're coming too fast. They might hit somebody, hit his table, hit another table. So he gets up like an OG. And when I say OG, I mean original gangster. You know, it's an old term in hip-hop. I grew up on hip-hop and Reagan, so I make a lot of hip-hop references, okay? But when I say OG, it's original gangster, you know, an old guy in the streets. If I say OG about myself, it means originally gordito because, you know, I lost a little bit of weight. But he sees these kids coming, and... He, he gets in the face of the first kid and says, hey, you got to ride on the side, on the street, not the sidewalk. So the kid gets off the sidewalk and he goes the other way. But the second kid, he becomes a little more belligerent. Because why? Because the guy's wife, she gets up and she puts her chair in the middle of the sidewalk so that they can't pass and hit anybody that might be also dining al fresco there. And the second boy defiantly tells the old man that he will beat him up if he doesn't get out of the way. And the video abruptly stops right there. But this old man, he's fuming because it seems like he can't fit it inside his head that these kids would want to ride right through the outdoor dining section of a restaurant on their bicycles. And they're not little kids. They're, you know, teenagers. So my immediate reaction is I think, thank God for old guys like this old G, like this dude, because he had the guts to stand up and do the right thing when these kids were there. And I thought, what if that was my kids, you know? I would think my kids would know better and that they would care. And I say that as the father of a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old. I could see myself getting frustrated if my kids did something silly like that and someone spoke to them that forcefully, even dare I say rudely. I'd probably get mad at both of them, both the, the OG and my kids. But I don't think I would step to the old guy because I think he was within his rights. And, and it, this is where I think we're at today. Not just this situation, but overall. So it occurred to me that... I think my kids might have more sense than that, but there's many kids that don't have that much sense. And if they didn't know better, then this is what's happening, and they're going to have this yelling that they got coming to them. Maybe the guy could have been nicer. Maybe, you know, he uh, seems like he was from New York or from Philly based on his demeanor and his accent, from, you know, from my estimation. But sometimes people need to be direct and let us know what we've done wrong. Because when we're coddled, we continue to make the same mistakes. People need to know what's right and what's wrong. So for me, personally, I'm glad that this old man stood up for his family and for everybody in the cafe. And I think more Americans need to be like that. So I was scrolling through the comments on this Facebook post, and to my chagrin, and I love using this word chagrin because it's not something I use in my regular lexicon, so I get to use it on the Mark Levin Show, but I see that they're attacking the old man for being some sort of supremacist for abusing his quote-unquote white privilege, for going after other people's kids and acting with a sense of entitlement as if he owned the sidewalk and treated these boys poorly. Now, I should note that both the boys, from what I could see and hear, sounded like they were white, as best as I could tell, from the one kid that you could see riding on the sidewalk and the other one whose face isn't shown. 
But not that race should matter in a situation like this. I'm just trying to give you context because we're on radio. But my point is, every couple of comments attacking this guy was one in defense of the man, saying that we've lost our way, we've lost our common sense. What's happening to this country? And from the little circle avatar that you could see when people post a comment, their profile picture, I could see who was making the comment. And it seemed to me that the majority of people that thought the way I did, that appreciated what this old man did, most of these people seemed to be older. And the people that were saying, this guy's out of control, how's he going to come at these young people this way? They were younger. And it seems that common sense and common courtesy and respect for one's elders has dissipated with age and with generation. As has the very common idea that has existed since the beginning of time that there are predominantly men and women, right? <laughs> that's another idea that seems to have disappeared by the wayside lately. And the occasional eunuch, of course. But I digress. So these kids seem to be, in my opinion, from the Obama generation. A time where I would say the most significant damage to this country was done besides the 1960s. These Obama babies, like AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, our least favorite congresswoman from the Bronx and Queens, they went to college and they fell in love with Obama, they fell in love with Marxism. And for the most part, they've become radicals. Hateful, entitled, arrogant activists that will stop at nothing until they achieve some part of their unachievable agenda. Because many of them live for the fight, not for the victory. And that's a key point here. In my opinion, and this is sad to say, they're motivated by hate. Hate for the system, whether that system is the Constitution, our founding, capitalism, the environment, whatever it is they hated and they want to destroy and rebuild in their own image, in their preferred image, because that's what radicals do. So if you're listening to this and you're one of those patriots that says we need to destroy America and our capitalist system in order to rebuild it, I encourage you to check yourself. Ask yourself, am I being guided by a love of country or by a thrill of destruction and motivated by the same hate that the left is? We already know what side these far left radicals like AOC and all of her friends, we know what side they're on. We know that they want to destroy America as you and I know it. They want to rebuild a radical utopia like Oregon, like Washington, like San Francisco, like New York, Philly, to name a few. Big shout out, 1210 WPHT. You can hear me there on weekends, by the way. So are you willing to make the big move? That's the question. What are you willing to sacrifice to stop their radical agenda? Are you willing to pull your kids out of public school? Are you willing to end a career where you're vested and lose a pension or a paycheck? Are you willing to pick up your family and move directly into a war zone to be a political missionary of sorts? Because that's what they're doing. And until those that oppose the radical left, like you and me, and their hateful agenda, until we play hardball at the same level that they do, we won't be able to compete like they do. And they'll keep flipping blue states. AOC, all out crazy. A few weeks ago, she was campaigning in Texas. And she's going to keep campaigning in Texas until it turns purple and eventually turns blue. And millions of radicals like her are going to do it in every single red state in this country because they have a mission and they're willing to forego even having kids. They're willing to forego getting married to complete this mission. They're not like us. 
They don't want to be left alone so they can enjoy their families. Their mission is to complete the agenda, their agenda, to destroy us, to destroy our way of life, to destroy our families in the process. So my thinking is, are the brave first responders like firefighters that run towards fires and our cops, police officers that run towards gunfights, our military that runs towards the enemy and our faithful United States citizens like each and every one of you that's listening right now, are we going to tackle this evil, this evil agenda? Are we going to show up at the school board meetings and run for the school board and donate to people that are running for school board, help collect signatures? And whatever else is necessary, like spending three nights a week organizing, getting your kids involved in organizing locally, because we, we already know what's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. So it's time for all of us to be that tough old man on that sidewalk cafe, to tell those kids to get off the damn sidewalk and do the right thing. There's two reasons this is happening. Evil and evil. The evil that pushes Joe Biden to oversee the largest human smuggling operation on the planet at our southern border. And it's that same evil that destroys our family and our country in the process. They'll tell you that we need to accept these different genders because it's fluid, it's infinite, love is love. And that's why five-year-olds need to learn this stuff in a public school classroom. BS. These are all lies, but in the same vein. They'll tell you that he's just defending sovereignty and Christianity, protecting themselves against biolabs near the borders. Yeah, more propaganda. It may sound different, but it's all the same. It's all a bunch of lies, disinformation that they know will strike a nerve in people that actually give a damn, people that care. And it's going to destroy America from within. So, anyway, I'm done. I'm going to get off my soapbox. I'm going to crack a few jokes. We're going to listen to some audio. We're going to have some conversation. I'm going to open it up for calls and all that stuff because there's more to come straight ahead. This is the Mark Levin Show. I am Rich Valdez with an S, and I am filling in for the great one. Mark Levin. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. America, welcome back. Rich Valdez filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, 877-381-3811. If you want to disagree, 877-381-3811 if you want to make a comment. And I see the phones are lighting up. Big shout out to everybody calling in from California, Tennessee, New York City. Thank you, everybody, coast to coast that's calling in. I love hosting this show, obviously, because it's 
the second largest conservative talk radio show in America. Kudos to the great Mark Levin. And, you know, I had a I want to get into this stuff. I am. I'm going to get dig deep into this stuff. We have some stuff. I want to talk about ideological subversion that we talked about a while back. And if you listen to my show, This Is America with Rich Valdez, which is on the weekends on 1210 WPHT uh, out of Philadelphia or on iHeartRadio or Odyssey.com or wherever you get your podcast. I um, discussed this in the past and I've discussed it here on the Mark Levin Show as well. But none of this stuff is possible, A, if the great one doesn't give you the opportunity and tag you into the tag team match, and thank you, great one, for that. But B, it doesn't happen if Mr. Producer, now people get this confused all the time. They think I'm Mr. Producer. I'm actually Mr. Crawl Screener. Mr. Producer is the one with the grayish hair who never says a word, not a single word. He never talks, but he gets you the best audio. He's on top of all the news. I mean, he's got his finger on the pulse of absolutely everything. Make sure you check him out on Rumble at Rich Cementa. And uh, check me out on social media as well, Rich Valdez. And we're not the same guy, but we make a hell of a team. So kudos to Rich Cementa, the executive producer of The Mark Levin Show. Heck of a guy. I'm glad to call him a friend. And the other day, Mark Levin said something. If you listen to the show regularly, he said... You know, hey, if you call, you know, be, be nice to Richie V. I'm doing my living impression. Uh, be nice to Richie V. He takes a, a beating over there. Yeah, and I do occasionally take a beating over here because, you know, there's white supremacists and Nazis and Jew haters and anti-Semites of all stripes that call this program and love to hate on him. And I'm kind of like the bouncer at the club, right? So you're like, yeah, yeah, I want to tell Levin he's a beep, 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 right? <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 bro, that ain't going to happen. That's not going to happen at all. But... I don't really need a hug. I just need you to make sure that you get straight to the point when you make your call. Now, and I want to get to your calls, and we're going to do that tonight. But I want to share with you a little bit about ideological subversion and this stuff that we shared from Yuri Bezmenov a while back. And he's a former KGB operative. And Reagan warned about this stuff, right? The great Ronaldus Magnus, as El Rushbo has termed him, he warned us about this stuff, and he said... These people are going to lie. Well, you know, we'll play the audio in a minute. But people are going to lie. And we're going to hear it. And we're going to hear exactly what they're going to do. It's a four-step process. I'm going to play that audio for you as well. And I'm going to play you some audio from the chair of the Active Measures Working Group uh, during the 1986-1987 Soviet Working Group on active measures so you do not want to go anywhere trust me this is going to be good plus hour number two excellent and hour number three the best hour hands down in talk radio across america do not miss it mark levin show i'm rich valdez with the honor and the privilege to fill in for the great one Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. 
I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Mark Levin, making conservatism great again. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. All right, welcome back, America. I am Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, and all the social media. That includes Truth Social, President Trump's social media network, Getter, Facebook, Instagram, all of them, because you know what? I can't afford to hate on those guys, although they hate on me. And uh, phone number 877-381-3811 if you want to disagree, 877-381-3811 if you want to make a comment. And I know some people out there are thinking, well, Rich, you know, I liked what you said, but some of the stuff you said was contradictory. Some of it didn't make sense. It almost sounded like you were uh, kind of bashing some of us. No, I wasn't bashing you guys. I was challenging your thought process, making sure that you're not falling for the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't fully believe the disinformation, the propaganda, because it's out there, and it's been out there for a very long time. The great president, Ronaldus Magnus, as dubbed so by L. Rushbow, God rest his soul, he had some words of wisdom. This is less than a minute, but in 1994, May of 1984, excuse me, 84, I was a wee lad at the time. Oh, that's grand. I was a wee lad. Reagan talked about the danger of espionage and how its added active measures are designed to subvert. They want to destroy America. Listen to this. On this point... I want to stress an intelligence agency cannot operate effectively unless its necessary secrets are maintained even in this, the most open and free country on earth. We cannot expect you or your informants to endanger life and work because of carelessness, sensationalism, or unnecessary exposure to risk. Hostile intelligence activities conducted in this country and directed at U.S. interests abroad threaten not only our legitimate secrets and our technological advantages, but also our privacy and, ultimately, our freedom. To the danger of espionage is added active measures designed to subvert and deceive, to disinform the public opinion upon which our democracies are built. That's the line. To the danger of espionage is added the active measures designed to subvert and deceive to disinform the public opinion upon which our democracies are built. Now, there's a few people I want to talk about here. Kathleen Bailey. She was the chair of President Reagan's working group on Soviet active measures in September 1987, three years later, after he made this warning shot. And I will play that warning shot again so that you can remember it verbatim. But she said that this is an active measures campaign by the Soviets. Again, remember, he's talking in 18, excuse me, 1984, and she's talking in 1987. And they're speaking about these active measures campaigns from the experts in disinformation. And again, you've heard this stuff. You've probably seen it on social media. If you listen to my show, This is America with Rich Valdez, you've heard it before. And I've even mentioned some of this stuff when I filled in in the past. But I think it's worthy of repetition because this is so important. So I want you to hear Kathleen Bailey, President Reagan's chair of the Working Group on Soviet Active Measures in September of 1987, talking about disinformation versus propaganda. Listen to this. Disinformation is defined here as lies. I would like to distinguish it clearly from propaganda. Propaganda is value-laden statements 
uh, that carry a perspective or a point of view, whereas uh, disinformation is inherently untrue. It is released usually to influence public's uh, opinions of publics and or of governments. There are three examples of disinformation that I would like to offer you this afternoon. The first is that uh, the Soviet Union has produced a book which is called Death of Jonestown, Crime of the CIA. This book, which appears in Russian, is, uh, has been printed in 100,000 copies and distributed uh, throughout the Soviet Union, including at the most recent uh, Moscow Book Fair. It alleges that the United States government and the CIA specifically were to blame not only for the death of the citizens at Jonestown, but also for the death of the U.S. congressman. Hang on a second right there. Before she gets to the second point, I want to make it really clear that the disinformation that's being spread is saying that the United States government and the CIA in particular is doing X, Y, and Z bad things all over the world. Now, this is not a defense of the deep state by any means. But it's an indictment of the Russians. And I'm trying to illustrate to you that the lies that they're telling today, they've been telling for 40 years. Go ahead. Of disinformation, which has been spread by the uh, Soviet Union, is that the United States is developing a weapon, a so-called ethnic weapon. There are two variations of the story, one kind of designed for the Middle East, the other one kind of designed for African audiences. In the case of the first, it is alleged that the United States is involved in developing a bomb with the Israelis that will attack and kill only Arabs. In the case of Africa, it is alleged that the United States is cooperating with South Africa in development of a weapon which will attack only blacks, attack and kill only blacks. I would like to add at this point that that may seem ludicrous to the audience here. However, I can attest to the fact, uh, having traveled throughout the uh, continent of Africa last fall, that indeed this story has had an impact on populations there. You know, it's funny about this is that the other day somebody sent me a text message and said, hey, Rich, but what would you do if you were Putin? And it was biolabs on the on the border of, of Ukraine that were designed to wipe out the Slavic people, to, d to wipe out the Russian people. And I thought, holy snap, hold up a second, stop the presses. You obviously haven't studied enough history to know that this is an age old con from the Soviets. But we will let a real expert continue not me because you know you'll say I've sipped the kool-aid and I'm a neocon if you will I'm not but Yuri Bezmenov former KGB spy turned states moved to Canada and started spilling the beans here in the United States back in the 80s I want you to hear I got a couple of clips from him you're gonna learn a lot from this guy if you've never heard this before you're in for a treat if you've heard it before you're in for a refresher listen to this Ideological subversion is, is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. 
the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students. Hang on a second. So listen to this. He just said, and again, I know you heard it, but I want to emphasize this. He said it takes 15 to 20 years. These guys are playing a long game. This is not a joke. He's laying it out for you. This is a KGB defector telling you how they use ideological subversion to get this done. Again, same lies, different time period. Go ahead. In the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would would even dream of such a tremendous success most of it is done by americans to americans <coughs> thanks to lack of moral standards as i mentioned before uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore a person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information the facts tell nothing to him uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it until he, he is going to receive a kick in, the, in his fat bottom. When a military boot crashes his balls, then he will understand, but not before that. That's the tragic of the situation of demoralization. When is Krishis his bulls? I love this guy. He tells it like it is. That's Yuri Bezmenov. And I got a couple of more cuts from him. Hopefully you're enjoying what he's had to say or you're uh, gleaning some value from it. Because, in my opinion, this is stuff we really, really need to know. If you don't know this stuff, it's kind of like walking through the wilderness at night without night vision goggles. But when you know, you know. That's an old saying from my dad. El que sabe, sabe. And it's been nothing but truth in my life. You have to know stuff. Because he who doesn't know just simply doesn't know. Now, Bezmenov goes on. He talks about the ideological subversion. He talks about the destabilization of a nation. He talks about how the left is instrumental in this process of destabilizing a nation. And this was back in 1984. So let's continue with the next clip. The next stage is destabilization. This time, subverter does not care about your ideas and the patterns of your consumption. Whether you eat junk food and get fat and flabby, it doesn't matter anymore. This time, and it takes only from two to five years to destabilize a nation, uh, it's, what, what matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. Uh, and you can see it quite clearly that in some areas, uh, in such sensitive areas as, as uh, defense, an economy. Uh, the uh, influence of Marxist-Leninist ideas in the United States is absolutely fantastic. I, I could never believe it 14 years ago when I landed uh, in this part of the world that the process will go that fast. 
the next stage, of course, is crisis. It, it, it may take only up to six weeks to, to bring a country to the verge of crisis. You can see it in, in Central America now. And after crisis, with a violent change of, of power, structure, and economy, you have so-called the period of normalization. It may last indefinitely. Normalization is a cynical expression borrowed from Soviet propaganda. When the Soviet tanks moved into Czechoslovakia in 68, Comrade Brezhnev said, now the situation in brotherly Czechoslovakia is normalized. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to bring the country to crisis, to promise people all kind of goodies and the paradise on earth, uh, to, to destabilize your uh, economy, to eliminate the principle of free market competition and to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. with the benevolent dictators like Walter Mondale who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfillable or not. So never mind if the promises are fulfilled or not. People promising things like, I remember somebody who likes to say, I got hairy legs, right? Good old Joel Baboso Biden. He once said that he was going to cure cancer. Nobody holds him to this stuff. This is exactly the stuff that Bezmenov is talking about, this ideological subversion. And he's only talked about two pieces of it so far. He's going to finish the other two pieces in a moment. Uh, I have a little bit more audio that and that, and I'm going to share with you. But... I think it's so important, number one, to realize I would never play these long audio clips for you because I'm a mic hog. I love the sound of my own voice, and I love talking with you, the American people. I would never share the airtime with this KGB defector unless I thought it was really of value to you guys. So I hope you're enjoying that, number one. Number two, he talked about demoralizing a, a country and destabilizing a country. And again, this was back in 1984. But... He had one more piece that he wanted to add, uh, two more pieces, but we'll get into another one, the secondary part of this. Listen to this. Your leftists in, in United States, all these professors and all these beautiful civil rights defenders, they are instrumental in the process of the, of the uh, uh, subversion only to destabilize the nation. When their job is completed, they are not, they are not needed anymore. They know too much. Some of them... When, when they get disillusioned, when they see that Marxist-Lenin has come to power, they, obviously they get offended. They think that they will come to power. That will never happen, of course. They will be lined up against the wall and shot. But they may turn into the most bitter enemies of Marxist-Leninists when they come to power. And that's what happened in Nicaragua. You remember most of these uh, former Marxist-Leninists were either put to prison or one of them split and now he's working against Sandinistas. It happened in, in uh, Grenada when Maurice Bishop was, he was already a Marxist. He was executed by, by a new Marxist who was more Marxist than this Marxist. Same happened in Afghanistan when uh, first there was Taraki, he was killed by Amin, then Amin was killed by Babrak Karman with the help of KGB. Same happened in, in Bangladesh when Mujibur Rahman, very pro-Soviet leftist, was assassinated by his own Marxist-Leninist military comrades. It's the same pattern everywhere. Now, I don't know a whole lot about Burr 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 Nachman, like he just talked about, but I do know a little bit about this subversion and what I've seen happen in our society. And when he says bitter enemas, it wasn't enemas in the literal sense. He's talking about enemies because these are our enemies. These are people that want to bring down the United States, and it's so important that we realize this stuff. Now, straight ahead, we're going to continue with uh, – well, actually, I think we've actually gotten through all of the Bezmenov stuff, but we're going to continue on that theme. We're also going to talk about 
Drug cartels. I want to talk about drug cartels and how they fit into this problem. Plus, what's going on with public schools and why is there such a plague on our children? We're going to get to a lot of that stuff. So don't move a muscle. Keep it locked right there. I am Rich Valdez, and I'm filling in for the great one. Mark Levin. Folks, I have great news for you today. Hillsdale College, the college that's reaching and teaching Americans about the Constitution, is giving away free copies of this vital document, but only while supplies last. So claim your free pocket-sized Constitution right now at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Every American should have their own copy of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. These days, with so much of our liberty under threat, it's more critical than ever for citizens to read and understand them. My favorite school in America, Hillsdale College, is doing something. They want to give away one million copies of our founding documents this year. To claim yours, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now. Tell them where you'd like your pocket constitution mailed, and they'll send yours free. I want all my listeners to have one of Hillsdale's pocket constitutions. They're essential. Hurry, they've only produced a limited number. Reserve your copy at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. America. Welcome back. Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S. Some of you guys know me as Mr. Call Screener. I'm the guy. Sometimes I'm like the bouncer right at the club that says, hey, hey, you can't get in. <laughs> That's my job here to make sure you're not the one that gets on that if you're off topic and this and that. But today I want to talk to everybody because I want to hear your opinions on the things we're talking about. Ideological subversion. I can't even say that, let alone <laughs> grasp it half the time. But ideological subversion, how they're getting into America, seeping through the cracks and how we can help our friends. Even if you're a Democrat and your fellow Democrats, how you're going to help them, I want to go to your calls, 877-381-3811. And let's go to Rich in California on the Mark Levin app. What is uh, your comment tonight? Rich, you're on with Rich Valdez. Well, I've, actually, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. Um, I've got a, a couple of things I want to say. First off, I am Sure. Well, I just want to let you know we have about a minute, so go ahead. All right. I'll, I'll be real quick. All life is capitalistic. Uh, whether it's plant, animal, whatever. Uh, but greed is not good, regardless of what the movie statement is. Uh, and I believe the oil and gas industry needs to, you know, step up and do the right thing in certain areas to restore confidence, um, such as, you know, fracking for natural gas. Uh, the, those smaller companies that have gotten away with, you know, uh, bad casing and whatever, and yeah, right. I hate to cut you off, but the music means we got to go. And uh, again, uh, fracking, I don't know how you got that out of ideological subversion, but hey, <laughs> to each his own. Uh, let's try and keep it on topic here, folks. 877-381-3811. I am Rich Valdez. We're going to get into a bunch of stuff on the cartels and uh, transsexuals and all of that. Straight ahead. Don't move a muscle. I am Rich Valdez sitting in for the great one, Mark Levin. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. 
Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Who, me? I'm not a witch at all. I'm Dorothy Gale from Kansas. Man, y'all thought me asking the children about using folly was crazy. But, not only that, but they also know that I'm gender fluid. Uh, at one point last year, I had explained to them that I was not Miss Lois or Mr. Lois. It's just Lois because I'm not a boy or a girl. And this was all well and good until October when I also explained to them that I'm pagan, so I am also a witch. And at one point, I had gotten a haircut, and I got in the sides of my mohawk to shave down. And I come into work, and one of the children goes, Lois, are you a boy? You have short hair. And a sister goes, no, Lois is a girl. And a third child suddenly yells, no, guys, we've been over this. Lois isn't a boy or a girl. Lois is a witch. All right, holy smokes, Dorothy, we're not in Kansas anymore. Is she a good witch or a bad witch? No, Lois is a gender-fluid teacher that is polysexual. And I don't mean her name is Polly. I mean she's a pagan witch. This is insanity. But this is what's happening to children. Now, I don't think every single child has a, a pagan witch teacher, but that's what this one admitted to being. That's what's going on here. And this is the, the woke attack that's on our children in public schools across all of America. Not in every single city, but in those leftward lurching cities. And welcome back, everybody. I am Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S on all the social media. Our phone number here at the Mark Levin Show, 877-381-3811. I'm filling in for the great one today. He's uh, out tonight. He'll be back tomorrow. All is well. And I want to get into this topic of what's going on with teachers across America. And there's so many angles to parse it from. But in that audio I heard, again, this is one of those things where I was scrolling so, through uh, social media. And I see this woman with green hair. And she's saying that, you know, I'm, my name is Lois and I'm not a boy or a girl. And she teaches this to the kids that she's in charge of in her classroom. And ultimately, a third kid steps in and says, no, she's, she's a witch. And she admits to being a pagan witch. And again, that's her religious preference. But I, I look at this and I think, you know what? Call me old-fashioned. Call me crazy. Call me old school. I don't want my kids going to school with a witch. Do you? I mean, if you have a different opinion on that, let me know. 877-381-3811. I'd love to hear it. 877-381-3811. To me, this is one of those things where it's getting very problematic. We've gone from, is my teacher a boy? Is my teacher a girl? What is a teacher? Or what is a boy? What is a girl? Nothing has definition anymore. It's relativism run amok. And there's a couple of good pieces of audio that I want to share with you because I, I don't know about you, but I know, I remember this clip of audio from a while back of a mayor, Craig Schubert. He shows up at a school board meeting back in September of 2021. And he basically tells all the school board members, look, I just found out what you people are doing, and you better resign or get charged. Listen to this. It has come to my attention 
that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography in the classroom. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either choose to resign from this Board of Education or you will be charged. Thank you. I'd be clapping for this mayor, too, man. That's the kind of mayor I wish I had. I wish I had a mayor like Craig Schubert, a governor like Ron DeSantis, because this is so important. Now, speaking this is a little uh, off script here. Uh, I mentioned this on my show over the weekend. By the way, you could hear my show on weekends on WPHT 1210 out of Philadelphia. And um, anywhere you get your podcast, you can hear the replay of it. This is America with Rich Valdez. And I wanted to um, just share some of the thoughts that I shared uh, on a previous show, because over the weekend I read an article where specifically in New Jersey, students are going to be learning about gender identity this fall. Now, I covered it when it was introduced to the legislature about two years ago. But it's kind of one of those things that they're like, hey, they're suggesting this thing, and if, when, but, how. But now it's happening. Here it comes. You know, and I saw a piece in a blog called Save Jersey on the Fox News website. Headline, New Jersey to require second graders to learn about gender identity this fall. And this is alarming parents. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but second graders, first graders in New Jersey are going to be getting lesson plans related to gender identity this fall and sex education because that's the new guideline and it starts this September. Now these standards, they're called performance expectations and they're for second graders. They'll be introduced in first grade, but they're going to check performance expectations, quote unquote, discussing, quote, the range of ways that people express their gender and how gender role stereotypes may limit behavior. Here's one more quote. Educators in the Garden State are preparing to carry out their teaching standards, which were established in 2020, but not required to be enacted until September of 2022. One school district in the state distributed sample lesson plans indicating that first graders could be taught that they can have boy, uh, excuse me, boy parts, quote unquote, but feel like a girl. Now you tell me. First of all, I'm just looking at myself, right? I look at myself and I think as a dad or as a, an individual, when I went to school and maybe when Mr. Producer went to school and, and uh, Steve Walters, who's filling in as Mr. Call Screener today, when these guys went to school, I doubt very much that they even got the kindergarten cop level cursory overview, right? I should have had that audio. That was great audio. <laughs> Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Not even that, because I remember learning about this stuff for the first time and still giggling about it in like 11th or 10th grade in high school. But yet now they want to introduce this to your five-year-old, to your six-year-old. And you have to ask yourself, why? Is this such an enigma, such a conundrum in life and society that we have to teach kids these things? That piece I mentioned on Save Jersey, great blog if you want to know about Jersey stuff by Matt Rooney. It talks about the wacky new sex curriculum that goes into effect this fall and how one senator reacted to it saying, although I voted against the legislation maintaining that certain mandates about sexual education classes for every young child uh, takes a, a measured approach, blah, 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 blah. She goes on to say that some of the stuff was overboard and it was cringy detail for young kids. Unnecessarily sexualizing children. And then saying, for me, the most outrageous part are how teachers are instructed to promote a website 
and its YouTube channel to kids as young as nine years old to get them additional information on sexual education. And one of the first videos posted normalizes pornography as something, quote-unquote, something everyone watches. And it goes on to say, quote, hey, it's free. Now, I'm not making this stuff up. This is stuff that's in, in the curriculum in New Jersey. Now, I'm sure there are people that right now are applauding this stuff. And they're saying, fantastic, can't wait. I'm so happy that, you know, I had to figure this stuff up on my own. I had to learn about this in the streets. I had to learn about this in a club. Whatever. No, now you're going to have your kindergarten teacher, first grade, second grade, third grade, whatever it is. These teachers are going to be teaching kids these things. And I have to, to think to myself, am I alone? Am I the lone, what the left would call bigot, in, in this situation where I just don't want my kids being taught this sexual uh, craziness, in, in my opinion? Anyway, you let me know, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. That's extra one, by the way. <laughs> and Governor Ron DeSantis, he was at a press conference talking about how they're using innocuous things like the gingerbread man and relabeling it the genderbread man and how schools are trying to sow doubt on kids' gender. Listen to this. This is not something that I thought was something that was going to be around. So this is something that this is in Florida and other places school for very young kids, the gender bread man. So this is trying to sow doubt about kids, about their gender identity. It's trying to say that, you know, they could be uh, whatever they want to be. Uh, this is inappropriate for kindergartners and first graders and second graders. Parents do not want this going on um, in their schools. Now, DeSantis didn't stop there. He went on over the weekend to respond to what was going on in New Jersey. And kudos to him for doing that. Because, you know, in, in politics, you've got people that will fight against the guy throwing the punch, right? So if you've got Biden or AOC or whomever wants to throw a leftist punch at you, you know, you kind of guard your grill and then you come back and say, you know, I'm going to punch you back. But then there's guys like DeSantis that say, you know what, if I get close enough into striking distance of Biden or AOC, they're going to throw a punch. And I imagine they're going to throw this punch. So what does DeSantis do? He doesn't wait to get punched in the face. He says, you know what, I am going to create conditions where they're not going to be able to punch me, where we're going to punch back by thinking forward. And that's what I love about this guy, him and Trump and, and a few others. They figured out we know how the left works and we're going to stop them in their tracks kudos to him listen to this yeah and dan you know when he says this isn't happening i mean new jersey just came out saying they were going to put gender ideology in second grade we've seen curriculum put out and in florida schools but around the country where they're trying to teach kids to be quote gender fluid and all these other things and so what yeah. we did was absolutely appropriate parents in florida want to send their kids to school without having to worry about some of these things injected into the curriculum uh, it was the right thing to do you know what we've also done dan is we have full curriculum transparency now in the state of florida so every parent has a right to know what curriculum is being taught in any subject you have a right to know about the different library books and you have an opportunity to make your voice heard if some of that curriculum runs afoul of our state standards that's empowering parents that's getting parents to have a seat at the table and i think conservatives are leading it's a winning issue but it's just the right thing to do kids are going to do so much better at education if parents are part of this now, we saw how parents respond to when they feel like their children are being threatened in the classroom. We saw it happen in Virginia. 
And it's my hope, it's my prayer that we're going to see it happen again in the next election. We're going to get into a bunch more on this because Abigail Disney, the son of Roy P. Disney, she had some stuff to say. Jen circled back, Pasaki Silent P, of course, she weighed in and circled back on some of this gender-affirming health care for kids as a best practice. All of that and more straight ahead. So don't move a muscle. I am Rich Valdez filling in for the great one. Mark Lovin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. America, welcome back. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, your liberty-loving Latino amigo, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Our phone number is 877-381-3811. If you want to disagree, 877-381-3811. If you want to chime in on the conversation, we're talking about how there's a bunch of grooming going on at Disney, and apparently if you say that they're grooming people for, for pedophilia, if you say they're grooming people for the over-sexualization of young people, Apparently that's wrong and they'll kick you off social media. But what I want to know is your thoughts. Uh, I want to hear from each and every one of you if you have a chance to call in and you have an opinion on this because to me this stuff is out of control. Let's go to Kathy. Um, I'm not sure what city and state you're calling from. Oh, I'm sorry. R Richard, excuse me. <laughs> Richard, Richard's not Kathy. He just transitioned. Okay, Wichita, Kansas, KNSS. What's going on? You're on with Rich Valdez. Well, a long time ago, I was reading something that uh, I can't remember whether it was Rules for Radicals or something, and um, it, they specified a, um, a technique, and the technique was to get the children in America interested in sex at an early age, and I thought to myself, who are these people, and will they ever stop? I seriously, seriously doubt it. I think they have an agenda that will carry on until they achieve whatever it is they're after, including putting us all in chains or just just putting us all in a hole. And you can see by Russia what's going on in the Ukraine, and it's a little off-key, but nevertheless, uh, I see World War II coming at me all over again because I'm old enough to remember. I lived it on the radio. And I see these people being lined up and shot and thrown in common graves and whatnot. And the the technique of uh, using useful idiots in this country in this time and place uh, will serve the people who want to become our masters very well because all they will do is line them up and shoot them when they're done with them. It doesn't matter yeah. to them because they have no conscience. 
I totally understand what you're talking about. And again, I, I hope and pray that we don't have people getting lined up and shot in America. But I understand where you're talking about, how people will come and take over a society, take over a thought process, tell you what and how to believe, how to act, what to do, and what we're going to do with your children as we pervert them. And not only is this a perversion of children, but it's a perversion of democracy. It's a perversion of this republic. And it's a perversion of all things good and holy. And I think you bring up a good point, Richard, in that you're right. This is not just specifically to children. They're trying to tell us how to live and where to live and what we got to do in order to live in every aspect of our lives. Not the least of which is this over hypersexualization of our children and getting them hooked on sex. And you know what? Sex sells. Everybody knows it. You know, in the media, they say if it bleeds, it leads. And for years, they've said sex sells. And it's there's truth to that. But the question becomes, aren't we the gatekeepers? Aren't we the ones that are supposed to sit here and say, well, you know what? There's, you know, adult humor, there's adult entertainment, there's all sorts of different realms of information out there. But we have to collectively agree that we shouldn't be harming and indoctrinating our children with these ideas. But yet it seems that there's only one party. Show me the band of Republicans that's out there saying, oh, you know what, we have to introduce this stuff. There isn't one. So it kind of goes back to how I opened this saying that Democrats have been hooked on hate for a very long time. And it seems in this situation, they hate our children. They hate the future generations. They hate the idea of the family. They hate the idea of heterosexuality. They hate the norm that was once the, the nuclear family. And they're trying to destroy that and destroy America as you and me know it. And my question is not why, because I've made the analogy before on this program, when somebody's punching you in the face, don't stop and ask them why they're hitting you. Make sure you stop them from hitting you, then maybe hit them back, and then you could figure out why. And that's what we need to do right now. And that's why, again, I give kudos to Ron DeSantis, because he stands up for it. He doesn't care why they're doing it. He knows that they are doing it. He knows that he has to step up his game. He does, and he delivers each and every time. So we're going to continue on this straight ahead. Don't go anywhere, because we've got the rest of this hour, plus hour three, the best radio hour in the Mark Levin Show comes in the third hour. Don't move a muscle. Rich Valdez in for the great one. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Mark Levin says today, what the backbenchers will repeat tomorrow. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. Welcome back, America. Rich Valdez, Valdez with an S, filling in for the great one, Mark Levin, tonight. And we talked about ideological subversion and how the Soviet created the pathway to demoralize and destabilize and ultimately take over our way of thinking. 
through disinformation, not just propaganda, but disinformation designed to feed us a pack of lies and get us to turn on each other, to turn on America. And I can't help but think we're seeing it right now with this push to sexualize children, with this push to make it seem like it's okay for transsexuals to lead the transsexual story hour or the transgender story hour. I'm not sure the right way to say that, but I think this is a little weird for me. And I don't mean to sound brash in any way. People have their right to do what they want in life, and I have my right to do what I want in my life and to defend my children, and so do you. And I think we're seeing that subverted, this ideology that we have where we love America, we stick up for America, we love our families, we stick up for our families. It's being subverted right before our very eyes. And it's been in the making. And we're going to hear some audio on that. But I just want to quickly glance at some headlines. So Elon Musk says no to being on the board. Uh, he says that he's not on the, going to be on the board of, of Twitter. He's not interested. Okay, great. Hopefully he'll buy more shares and have a bigger stake. Joel Baboso Biden, a quick uh, interlude on the adventures of Joel Baboso Biden and Kamala K. Malaeris Harris and what they're doing. And apparently Joe Biden is banning ghost guns. Now here I'm going to say, you know what, shame on me for not buying 10 or 12 of these things. I didn't know how easy they were to get. Apparently, you just go online. Is it on Amazon? I, I don't know. I, I didn't. I knew they existed. I'd never bought one. I was never interested in that type of thing. But um, it, it fascinates me that now that they're going away, I want, I want a few of them. Maybe me and Mr. Producer should chip in and buy like a, a half a dozen so that, you know, you never know. I mean, when you'll need a plastic uh, kit gun. But anyway, I want to go back to this stuff because to me, I really wish, and again, we heard the audio, I'm not going to play it again, but that mayor, when he walked in and he told the school board, and again, that was in reference to that book that was out by Maya Kobabe, it was called uh, Gender Queer, and it's like a comic book or whatnot, and in one of the pages of this comic book, it shows the act of fellatio between like a student and a grown man, and this is considered okay, it's not taboo, no, eh, wrong, right, what did Trump say, wrong, wrong your fake news absolutely not we're not doing that who does that i mean that is literally how kids used to be groomed for to be raped and whatnot now again maybe i'm i'm uh, overreacting but i don't think that i am i think most people in america i'm looking at the call board and as soon as we have a segment long enough to get to somebody's calls i'm going to get to them but these people all have something to say about how the democrats are spearheading an effort to go after and attack our children and it's not just the Democrats as a party or the far left wing amongst them, but also Jen Pasirko back Pasaki saying that, you know what, giving kids home uh, excuse me, home runs, <laughs> hormones and puberty blockers, it's not a home run, but it's a best practice. Listen to this. To be clear, every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving. All Hang of this big... So she says, this is, to be clear, I mean, the way she says it, almost as if she's snapping her neck and snapping her fingers while she does it. To be clear, every last medical doctor says this is a best practice. You know, I, again, not to get uh, overly ethnic here, but in Spanish I would say, y a mi que me importa what they have to say. What do I care what these idiot doctors have to say? That's my kid. I don't need a, a doctor telling me if I have, a, I have two girls. But let's just say, God forbid, one of them says, oh, today I feel like a boy. 
I'm going to say, you know what, we're going to have to get you some estrogen. I'm not going to say, let's go there and, you know, lob off your breasts and, and do all sorts of crazy stuff to your genitalia and mutilate yourself. You know, let's figure out what the problem is. But this is where we've arrived at. Anyway, let's continue with Jen back Pasaki. Silent P. Question, what are these policies actually trying to solve for? LGBTQI plus people can't be erased or forced back into any closets, and kids across our nation should be allowed to be who they are without the threat that their parents or their doctor could be in prison simply for helping them and loving them. Oh, my goodness. I don't know where to start here because, you know, I'm on these airwaves here and, uh, you know, we're, we're a company and I have to watch what I say. But my goodness, forcing sex education on five-year-olds without parental consent. Here trying to say that kids should be who they are. Who they are are little boys and little girls, respectively. I can't imagine ever in my life, I've never felt like a woman. I've never felt like a woman trapped in this gordito's body, ever. Mr. Producer, have you ever felt like a woman trapped in your body? Okay, so he says, hell no. So clearly, clearly this is not some sort of epidemic that we have until now, all of a sudden, until now, the generation of Obama, until now, the generation of AOC, that all of a sudden, everybody was keeping it in the closet. And you see, this was a very pervasive problem. Everybody's actually very trans. It's you, Rich Valdez, that are the bigot. It's you, Rich Valdez, that doesn't understand. It's you that wants to live in this binary lifestyle of men and women and boys' bathrooms and girls' bathrooms. But the world is so much bigger, you see. No, 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 no. A lot of bad words I would say right now in Spanish and English. No. Beep, 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 and bleep. We can't sit there and do that. It's clear that the Democrats and teachers unions are waging war on our children. And I hope it's rejected right now the way it was rejected in Virginia last year when they were doing it based on race. Because this is serious. This is a child's future. This isn't just politics anymore. This isn't just getting them to flirt with the third rail. This is destroying people. I saw something earlier. Uh, I love to do my fact checking on JustFacts.com. And JustFacts had this thing called the question of the day. And I'm going to share it with you. It's uh, the question of the day, JustFacts.com. In Sweden, which is one of the most LGBTQ friendly countries in the world, is the suicide rate amongst people who have undergone sex reassignment surgery higher or lower than that of the general public? Is it higher? So my answer to this is going to be yes, only because my conventional wisdom tells me I am not killing myself. And if I was, I probably am not doing it because of sex reassignment surgery. But those who have done the sex reassignment surgery, we hear it all the time that after they do this irreversible surgery, they become even more depressed and they end up killing themselves. So I'm going to click submit on JustFacts.com. There it is. Boom. I am correct. And 96% of the other people that answered this were also correct. It says, tell me more. In a 2011 paper that was published in the Journal of Peel... I don't know how to say this, PLOS1, P-L-O-S-1, a long-term population-based study of 324 sex-reassigned persons in Sweden found that their suicide rate was 19 times higher than the general population. Wow. And it goes on with some more statistics, but that's all the only one I need to hear. 19 times higher. Absolutely crazy. And I'll tweet this out at Rich Valdez, at Rich Valdez with an S on all the social media. But to me, this is something that we really have to pay attention to because we are getting caught out there. And none other than the lieutenant governor of 
North Carolina, Mark Robinson, and if you heard my show over the weekend, I played a clip for him, but he joined President Trump, Donaldus Magnus, El Trumpito, the 45th president of these United States, El Presidente, Donald J. Trump. And he shared some of the same sentiment that he'd shared in the audio that I played on my show. And we're going to get to some Trump stuff later, but right now I want you to hear from Lieutenant Governor Robinson. Check this out. What else is wrong? We got so-called educators who have chosen to go in the classroom and twist the minds of our youth and pervert the minds of our youth. I repeat my statement. Two plus two does not equal transgender. It equals four. It's time to get back to educate these children and stop indoctrinating them. But we've got it in our classroom. We've got corporations that have chosen to side with those folks and want to push the same thing. We've got corporations that chose. Put mandates on these people and mask its people. Let me shut up before I get in trouble. <laughs> I wouldn't shut this guy up. I would cheer him on, egg him on to say more because you know what? He's one of the few people out there that says what he means, but is really good at saying it as well. He's so articulate. He makes the point. He hits a homer every single time. Kudos to him, and he's right. This is an all-out attack, and they're attacking us on multiple fronts. Now, I'm not a demagogue. I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom and get you to be scared. And I'm trying to sound the alarm. Hold on to your kids. Teach your kids. Take them out of school if you have to. Because I don't see this getting better. Maybe in Florida it'll get better. But guess what? How many DeSantis's do you think there are out there? Hopefully a bunch. But in reality, I only know him. I only know Trump. I know a handful of guys in Congress. Until we have train that next generation until this leadership has begotten more leadership we have to fight and sometimes a tactical retreat is what we'll have to do taking our kids out of public school until we can take over that public school might be what we have to do because guess what the president and his administration they see things totally differently i want you to listen to transportation secretary pete Buttigieg. he was on the view on friday and he wanted to talk about the Florida law that protects children and their parents. And he goes into all sorts of craziness saying that this is ultimately going to kill kids. And he even blames all of this stuff, including inflation, on Ron DeSantis. Listen to this. Your husband, Chasten, is a teacher. And he's been a vocal critic of what's going on in my state of Florida when the, with the so-called don't say gay law now, um, which he says will kill kids. Do you agree? And, you know, as a, as a politician, because this, this strikes you as, you know, your husband is a teacher. Yeah. You are uh, obviously LGBTQ yourself, and you are now a parent. Yeah. So how do you feel about yeah, this? Yeah, he, he's right. And, and So clearly, again, he's about to explain what's going on from his perspective. This is Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Now, what interests me about this is this is a, somebody who is obviously himself living this uh, alternative lifestyle, but he seems offended by this idea that, I mean, some people may be offended by the way he lives his life, but for the most part, people aren't beating him up. They're not creating laws to stop him, but yet he's all on board with trying to stop parents from doing what they have to do to protect their kids. 
Every law to be judged for the effect it's going to have on real people in real life. And I, I get the political reasons why they're doing this. By the way, some of those political reasons, is they don't have a plan on anything else, right? I mean, they, they, they don't have a plan on dealing with inflation or, or, or dealing with, with gas prices. Okay, so he went from they don't have a plan to deal with the sexuality of things to not having a plan to deal with the price of gas. Now, uh, he snuck it in there. It didn't get by me. I thought this was absolutely ridiculous. And when you hear that, you got to ask yourself, do these people even believe the BS that they're peddling themselves? Anyway, I want to get your thoughts on this, and I'm going to save a little time. I'm going to break here so that we have time to get some calls in and this stuff with Abigail Disney that I promised I would play for you. She's the grandniece of Walt Disney and the daughter of Roy P. Disney. The phone number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. This is the Mark Levin Show. I am Rich Valdez filling in for the great one. Mark Levin. I've been telling you folks for a long time, if you're still with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're simply paying too much for wireless because Pure Talk gives you the same exact great 5G coverage for a fraction of the cost. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what Christopher from Grand Forks, North Dakota has to say. Said, I used to be a Verizon customer before switching to Pure Talk, and I absolutely love it. Pure Talk has the same great service that Verizon does and a little over half of the cost. And I got to keep my phone. Thank you for being such a great company. Folks, you should join me and make the switch. Right now, get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month. So do this. Go to puretalk.com, find the plan that's right for you. Then this month, enter promo code Levin Podcast. that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Welcome back. Rich Valdez. Valdez with an S. And as I told you, Abigail Disney, she was on CNN this Sunday. And she says there's a coordinated plan against Disney from a paranoid imagination. But we're not paranoid. We just don't like this crap. Anyway, listen to this. What is the Walt Disney Company actually? And how do you feel when you see it portrayed as this child abuse indoctrination right. cult? Right. Well, well, what I'm seeing happen is pretty coordinated strategic plan unfolding. Uh. And uh, Disney seems like the biggest target because it's so woven into families. Mm. And so if you can create this idea that somebody's in there trying to indoctrinate your child, my goodness, the, the paranoid imagination can run, run, run circles with yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. And so I, un I understand why it's been selected in the strategic, whatever strategic meeting they had um, for what they would turn to next. Um, but this is absurd. It, the the. The thing that Disney stands for more than anything in, in every film, and especially in the animation, whether there's a gay character or not, is love and acceptance mm. and family and joy. And so they're trying to... Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> love, acceptance, joy. Is she preaching a sermon on a Sunday morning in church? I think not. This is how they try to fool everybody. Just because you try to pervert what love and this and that. Now, listen, I'm not saying if you're gay or transsexual or... or Really, that's it. That's where it ends, kind of, uh, that you're, you can't possess love. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is it's very clear that this stuff is pushing the envelope, trying to introduce something that was not before. Into 
what Disney does that has nothing to do with mm -hmm. what Disney does, whether or not they're their characters. And I keep wondering, um, what is their theory of change exactly? Because if you were to erase every reference to gayness and gay people from the planet, which is sort of what the Don't Say Gay bill feels like, Will children not become gay? Do they need to be? That's a pack of lies. It's a pack of lies. And you know, I, I, I would love to let her finish. But I, honestly, it's, this is so wrong. Because she's saying that if you erase gay, first of all, she's mischaracterizing the Florida bill, which is so effective. It's got everybody going crazy. And she's uh, transgender herself. This isn't about telling people that they can't say that they're gay. This is about not introducing new topics to little kids and the fact that i have to reiterate it as much as i do and and the left is pushing this as hard as they are is really sickening but do i have time to let it finish go ahead and groomed or are people just gay mm. um and i and i think that that's a hard question they need to ask themselves mm. because if, if you go back through history, there have been gay people, whether or not the word was ever spoken. Mm -hmm. so, All right, you know, I'm done with her. And yes, there have been gay people since the beginning of time, and we've never taught it in kindergarten, first grade, second grade. It wasn't a thing. So thank you very much. I rest my case. Now, before the hour's over, I want to get to some of your calls. Let's go to West Hollywood, California, and let's talk to Kathy. Kathy, what's up? You're on with Rich Valdez, Mark Levin Show. Yeah, hi, Rich. Thanks for taking my call. Um, what this makes me think of, like all this, all this talk and teaching little kids about sex and, and going around parents' backs about it and everything, it just makes me think about, um, you know, there's a lot of child molesters and child abusers out there, and it's common knowledge that they take jobs and they especially seek to be around children. And, you know, like innocently, you know, it's like, oh, they work at a... YMCA, or they teach in a school, or something like that, and then they proceed to, you know, sneak around, go about their business, you know? Uh, you know what, I think you're onto something, because you know what, I love donuts, and I once worked at Dunkin' Donuts, but I don't want to trivialize that, Kathy, thank you for your call, the music means I gotta go, but we talked about subversion, we talked about how they're subverting this with the kids, and we're gonna talk about how the cartels play into all of this, don't move a muscle, Rich Valdez, in for the great one, hour three, yet to come. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. 
Right America. Welcome back. Rich Valdez. Valdez with us sitting in for the great one tonight. You guys know me as that bald guy that sometimes is on Newsmax talking about politics and popular culture and the intersection thereof. Some of you guys know me as the host of This Is America. You can hear that on 1210 WPHT on Mark's affiliate in Philadelphia. And, uh, of course, I started my talk radio career on the big station in New York City, and I'm super grateful for that, super grateful for connecting with you guys. And by day, I do a podcast. This is America with Rich Valdez. Make sure you get that. By night, I am a uh, producer here on the Mark Levin Show, known as Mr. Call Screener. And I love connecting with you guys. So I see the phone lines are jam-packed. Thank you for calling in. I love the response. I don't know if that's hate or love, but either way, I'll take it as it comes. The phone number is 877-381-3811. And I have a question for you. Why do we ignore gangs and organized crime? Whether it's MS-13, the cartels, inner-city gangs, neo-Nazi militias, even outlaw motorcycle clubs. Now, I probably, if you listen to my podcast, you know that I'm a fan of the show Sons of Anarchy. Uh, it was on a few years ago for a few years. And a good show. And I read an article today that some outlaw biker uh, club, which is a gang I'm presuming, beat some guy down, 35 years old. They beat him down to death at a, at a biker bar. I guess he bumped into one of them. And again, from the account, they make it look like the bikers are the horrible guys and this guy is the, uh, the victim. And clearly he is. He's dead and they're alive. But it gives me flashbacks to the Sons of Anarchy show where they had lots of support from the FBI, from the ATF, from every uh, government agency that wanted to get the bigger fish because all they did was run guns. And when they were running guns, they wanted to know who was supplying them, how were they getting into the country. It was at the, in the show. It was the, the IRA, and then they did a deal with the drug cartel. And you're like, Rich, why are you telling us about your TV show and your streaming habits? <laughs> well, I'm telling you about this because this stuff is a real thing. We know that the FBI does these things. We know that the FBI will let people off the hook when they have to let them off the hook because they're looking to do something else. How is it that we totally ignore cartels in every media? We talk about them, but the person that we villainize the most, or vilify, I don't know if you're an English teacher, you want to correct me, go ahead, is the person coming across the border. Now, this is not a defense of the border crosser, but let's, let's get this straight here. President Biden is the, the chief executive, the commander-in-chief he can shut down that border just like Trump did, but he chooses to leave it open. And why? We can sit here and speculate. We can say, oh, it's because there's dirt on him because of this and because of that. Okay, granted, all of that may be true. But we know how the cartel behaves. We know that the cartel gets dirt on people. We know that the cartel will blackmail people and create these evil situations to get people in situations that are very compromising to bend their will. We know that happens. And yet it seems they get a pass. Nobody's ever after them in the media. Nobody's ever after their henchmen. Who is MS-13? Those are their henchmen out on Long Island. I just saw something in the New York Post this morning. This woman, young girl, very young, she was a butcher, apparently chopping people up piece by piece. Now listen, I'm here to talk about the Democrats all day long, the radical left all day long. But I don't think that AOC is chopping people up. Just just going to say that. I don't think that Joe El Baboso Biden is doing half the things that these groups are doing because these are their soldiers. It's right that we attack Antifa, but they're not the only ones. And this is what I, I, I give kudos to Trump. And we're going to get to some Trump audio in a minute. But Trump, he understood this. And he said, you know what? 
if the cartels won't play ball because of pressure and sanctions and this and that, and the Mexican government won't hold them to account, then I am going to label the cartels as narco-terrorists, and I will use the U.S. military to go after them. And I said, man, that is a G, OG, not original Ligolito like me, but an original gangster like Trump, because he nailed it. He did it right. We can't turn our backs on the people that are running the, gu the guns and the drugs into this country and how they get distributed. We just can't do it. Now, there's this audio clip that I want to play for you guys from WMUR. It's a radio clip, and there's some Congress people at the end. I'll probably cut them off because I'm not too interested in them. But I want you to hear how the cartels are targeting people in the United States with fentanyl, with fentanyl-laced pills, with fake pills. Check this out. It was really the influx of the pills laced with methamphetamine targeting children, um, you know, to look exactly like an Adderall that I thought was just an insidious move yeah. on behalf of these drug cartels to target young Americans. The DEA testified at a rare Senate field hearing in New Hampshire that illicit fentanyl is devastating the state. And now the agency is seeing methamphetamine at an alarming rate coming from Mexico and China. The ruthlessness of these cartels combined with the callous greed is destroying families and communities, resulting in an increase of violence and crime here in the Granite State and throughout our entire country. Consensus Monday from elected and law enforcement officials was that the old model of incarceration and confiscation is not the way out of this modern drug war. A critical component now is reducing demand, and Congresswoman Annie Custer says that starts with treatment access. The Medicaid inmate exclusion is a draconian policy that hurts those with substance use disorder, mental illness, and trauma who cycle in and out of our justice system. The race for funding to keep up with the agility of drug cartels not bound by rules or budgets is an ongoing struggle. The issue, a priority for Senator Hassan. We just have to keep at this with everything we've got. And you all are on the front line, so are the men and women who you lead, and we are very, very grateful to all of you. All right. I'm not grateful to you, lady. Listen, you can do more to stop it, and people vote her out. But now, I want to talk about the, the bigger, the crux of the issue here. Drugs aren't the only commodity. That's just one of the things that they, they traffic in. They traffic in people, right? That's a new thing. We just finished talking about how they're using this ideological subversion with the Soviets used to, to eat at our brains, to get us to hate America, to get so many Americans, even some of our brothers and sisters in the conservative movement, to sit there and love Putin. You've got so many pro-Putin patriots out there with their pom-poms cheering him on. And I don't want to get into an argument about that stuff. I've, I've done this till I'm blue in the face. Levin's discussed it. I've talked about it on my show. There's no reason to love Putin. It doesn't mean that this is a defense of the other guy. He's not the great Zelensky. He's not some sort of fantastic individual. He's doing what any good man should do when they're defending their country. But the bigger question here is forget them. They're the small person here. They're the victim here. Putin is doing what Putin does. And the minute we start thinking, oh, this is great, and the minute you start seeing news that, oh, his dollar, his uh, the, the ruble is going down, and then, no, 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 it's not really going down. It's really strong. It's the best freaking currency out there. What is the damn problem here with Americans propping up Putin? Now, that's not my point. That's the point of ideological subversion, to get you to fall in love with your enemy, and they're doing a great job. But they're not only stopping there. They've gone on to sexualizing our kids, 
hypersexualizing our kids, getting into their minds, getting into their classrooms, younger and younger and younger, the perversion doesn't stop. So now there's kids, there's drugs, there's uh, lithium. How about that? And I don't mean for like bipolar. I mean to make batteries. This is a piece from World Politics Review. I'll just read you a little bit. A South American lithium cartel faces long odds. This is by Thomas Graham, Monday, April 11th, 2022. With the swearing-in of Chilean President Gabriel Boric last month, the three countries of Latin America's so-called lithium triangle, Chile, Bolivia, and Argentina, all have leftist leaders who want their governments and citizens to benefit from more of what they do the extraction of lithium, selling their country's natural resources. Now, at first glance, this seems that it could present an opportunity for these three countries to push the creation of an OPEC-style cartel to sell lithium. They're all rich. Now they're selling this coveted resource because of this big push for, for batteries and the Green New Deal. And there's been speculation about them banding together as such an organization for many years. But key differences between the oil and lithium industries make this a far-fetched prospect. And it goes on the last sentence. Lithium is vital for batteries that will power green energy in this transition and the demand is soaring. From January 2021 to January 2022, the price of lithium, lithium carbonate, excuse me, has increased fivefold. Combined, Argentina, Bolivia, and Chile possess 56% of the world's known lithium resources. Now, that's a degree of political alignment amongst their leaders. And a lot of people speculate on this, that they're going to try and band together and create this cartel, this OPEC type of thing. But my point is, one more thing that these leftists have in common. And who do you think they're talking to? You think they're talking to Joe Biden? No, eh, you're wrong. They're not. They're talking to guys like Xi. President Xi from China, because this is what these people do. So it begs the question, what is it that we are doing as a country? And again, not just Biden, but all of us in, in terms of our vigilance. We can't spend all of our time spinning our wheels, sitting here defending Vladimir Putin, sitting here creating this, this, um, this facade where we fall into everything that's sexy and that sizzles a little bit. You know, the biolabs and this and that. Screw all that. We've got cartels that are running children and humans across our border. We have so many problems that are directly in our face. You've got Biden talking about taking on charter schools. Why? Because they have a little bit more autonomy and parents are more involved. So guess what? Let's try and get rid of those. And we'll get to that in a little bit if there's time. But I really want to focus on the cartel and China connection and why it matters. So we'll talk a little bit more about that and a couple of other topics and plus all of your calls. I see there's a lot of calls coming in. It's lit lighting up this call board. 877-381-3811 is the number. 877-381-3811. And um, anyway, I'll leave it for, for the, for the uh, next segment. I don't want to overload you right here. I am Rich Valdez sitting in for the great one. Mark Lovin. America, welcome back. Rich Valdez sitting in for the great one, Mark Levin tonight. 877-381-3811 is our phone number. 877-381-3811. And where is Hunter? Right? Well, we know where Hunter is. He's sitting in that big old mansion he's got with that $30,000 a month fee for the Secret Service. But 
are we draining the swamp? And I want to talk about draining the swamp before I get into Hunter and before I get into Trump, and hopefully there's enough time left in the show to get to all of that stuff, plus your calls. But draining the swamp isn't a one-and-done process. It's not like pulling the plug on a bathtub that's filled with water. It's, it's more like the bar of soap getting stuck in the, in the clog and draining it so that you can still drain your tub, but it's slowing down a little bit, or maybe like a washcloth that falls into your bubble bath. And I imagine some of the folks on the progressive left, uh, the men in particular, they probably like bubble baths. And I don't even know, snap, I might not even be able to say that, but my bad. But some of you might like loofahs. Some of you, you know, maybe dropped your loofah in the tub and it's clogging the drain and slowing it down. And I'm sure there's lots of loofah lovers out there, but in so many ways, it's a perpetual draining of the swamp that we're doing. It's something that not only one person can accomplish, at least maybe I should pose that as a question. Is it something that one person can accomplish? Is it something that we only do once or as needed? Sadly, my answer to that would be no. It's something that we all have to take responsibility in and work on perpetually. Figuratively speaking, this is like a war that rages on. Evil doesn't go on vacation because there's a new sheriff in town. You can minimize evil through proactive enforcement and deter it by being forward-thinking like Trump was and like DeSantis is, getting in front of the left's attack and throwing the first punch figuratively. But it's perpetual because there's always going to be people swayed by evil, by greed, and by their own corrupt moral compass. So what we need, in my opinion, is another enlightenment, not another civil war. But as long as paychecks and pensions reign supreme over people's patriotism and their principles, we're going to remain in this long-term draining of the proverbial swamp because you can't escape the evil. The dead sons of dead presidents aren't just going to come and lock everybody up. Lord knows that the Biden administration and the Democrats would love to lock up, uh, I don't know, probably half of Congress. They'd love to lock up me and you and half of their constituents simply because we don't agree with them. We can't allow that to happen. We have to be better than them. We have to be the change. You have to become the school board. You have to become the government. You have to become the media. Replace those corrupt actors that are there. We have to take an active role in these institutions and cultures that guide our country. Otherwise, we're screwed. And I say all of that to say that Donaldus Magnus, El Trompito, he took action at the border. He took action on corruption. He was calling out Hunter before anybody else was. And he did that over the weekend as well. We have some great audio, and I wouldn't be, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't play some El Trumpito Donaldus Magnus, the 45th president of these United States, El Presidente, Donald J. Trump, at his rally this weekend. Listen to this. Well, it's a very corrupt media. They knew all about it. It wasn't Russia, Russia, Russia. They were blaming Russia for the laptop. And even I said, that's a big one. That's uh, the step too far. And now uh, the New York Times just came out and others saying, Really, they're saying they deceived the public. They waited. It meant 17 points in the election, 17 points more we would have gotten on the rigged election. And uh, it was just additional rigging, if you think about it. But the New York Times essentially admitted that they knew and they admitted that it was false. And also all of our intelligence, I guess we had 51 intelligence, so-called intelligence people, uh, they got caught. They got caught. They're a bunch of liars and they should be ashamed of themselves. 
But you know what? We're going to do something very special, and this country is going to be stronger than ever before. We've never had a worse period of time, but I think we're going to have a great period of time. I think Trump is right. I think we're going to have a renaissance in America, and it's going to be led by you, the people. Mr. Producer, do I have enough time to do one call? or, or One minute. All right, let's go to Renee. Uh, Louisiana, KPEL, what's going on? What's on your mind? You're on with Rich Valdez, Mark Levin Show. Uh, my, is the subversion thing. I mean, the biggest sponsor of subversion is uh, George Soros. He has a unique history. I'm wondering why the various law enforcement agencies or intelligence agencies have not done nothing to him because he has made his millions to pay for subversion by destroying the British pound, the Japanese yen. Yeah, well, you know, Renee, I mean, I would say more, more sinister than Soros, and again, not giving him a pass. Sure, he's bad, but he's just a financier that plays within the rules, within the coloring inside the lines. What about the cartels? They break the rules in plain sight and nothing ever happens. That's my point. We pick these boogeymen that are useless. Who's going to lock up Hillary Clinton? Anyway, more to come straight ahead. Your calls and more. 877-381-3811. I am Rich Valdez filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. And I was shocked when I read this secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Mark Levin, a champion of freedom. You know, you're one of the greatest champions of freedom in this country, if not in the English-speaking world, Mark. Call Mark at 877-381-3811. All right, your call's coming up. Rich Valdez filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. Mark Levin Show, marklevinshow.com. Make sure you subscribe to Mark's podcast. Don't ever miss it because uh, this is great education. And uh, again, I'm just a substitute professor today, if I could even call myself that. But I encourage you to listen to Mark's show, and I encourage you to listen to my show too. And feel free to click the little bell, check the little thumbs up, the little check mark, whatever it is, subscribe to This Is America with Rich Valdez on all the social media. Check me out on the radio, 1210 WPH TV on the weekends. And our phone number, 877-381-3811. I'm going to get to your calls. I promise I really am. I'm going to cut out some audio just to get the calls because I love to hear what America has to say. And President Trump, we're not done with him yet. El Trumpito Donaldus Magnus, the 45th president of these United States, El Presidente. He was at this rally this weekend in Selma, North Carolina, and he went on. And he was saying that, you know what, America's being humiliated by a president who has no clue ultimately saying we will end Nancy Pelosi's political career from your lips to God's ears, Mr. President. Listen to this. And together, we are going to end crazy Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all. 
She is crazy. The stakes this November could not be higher. Biden and the congressional Democrats triggered runaway inflation. The supply chain disaster. How about that? You go to a store, you don't have anything on the shelves. Whoever even heard of it? They declared war on American energy, and now the middle class is being crushed by the highest gas and food prices in the history of our country. Violent criminals are being set loose in Democrat-run cities to prey on innocent citizens. There's never been anything like the crime that we're witnessing in the Democrat-run cities. While radical left judges persecute Republicans and hold political prisoners without trial, our children are being indoctrinated. Our values are being desecrated. Our heritage is being obliterated. And our country is being humiliated by a president who has no idea what the hell is going on. He has no idea what he's doing and no idea what he's saying, actually. <laughs> you know, it's funny. He says that earlier I saw a clip of Biden today talking about this ghost gun ban. And again, I am regretful that I haven't bought some. Me and Mr. Producer are going to collude after this. and We're going to buy a bunch of those kits, uh, hopefully before midnight so we can get through on that deadline. But he's right. Joe El Baboso Biden, and I call him that because he's always bumbling around. He, he half the time doesn't know what's going on. He kept calling it the AFT and people were saying, oh, Biden keeps messing it up. It's not the AFT. He's supposed to be announcing a new leader for the ATF, the Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms Bureau. And instead, he keeps saying AFT. And I thought to myself, that's probably because they have an intern or somebody who's doing the speech writing or creating his teleprompter that has their head wrapped around the teachers union, the American Federation of Teachers, because that's who ultimately calls the shots in D.C., and when you boil it down, that's what it comes down to. Now, sadly, I want to talk about, not it's not sad that I want to talk about this, but I do want to just on an aside, have you ever actually boiled something down? I haven't had a lot of experience boiling things down, but when you boil things down or at least put them in a frying pan, it comes down to like a, a residue, either like a powder-like substance or even like a syrup-like substance. Let's say you're making a flan, right? You know, the, the ban-marie, el baño-maria that you put on the flan is... Um, you know, that sugar that gets burnt down. But I'll tell you, a confession here. This is why the third hour is the best hour. I once in high school had a friend that I did not know was involved in the sale of illegal narcotics. And he invited me to his house after school. And I'm there hanging out. And he starts cooking some white stuff in a pan. I'm like, what's that? And he's like, oh, that's Coke. And I was like, no, no, really. And he was like, no, that's it. I was like, oh, wow. I don't even know if I should be saying this on the radio. But I saw it and I was like, that's crazy. And it eventually turned into a powder. And I was like, all right, listen, that's my cue. I got to go. I got to get out of here. And I bounced. But when you boil something down, that's what happens. And at the very bottom line of boiling anything down, whether it's figuratively or actually physically, we learn how we actually see things, what they're actually made of. And for many people, what the way we see things, the way things are, when once we figuratively boil it down, is faith. It's faith that undergirds our decision-making, our moral code. For other people, it's what feels best. That's how we've landed in this mess. People think it's merely a difference of opinion to teach a five-year-old about transsexuals or about choosing their gender and gender fluidity or why they should hate people they disagree with at older ages and different grades. Godliness is ridiculed and undervalued while secularism is hailed as superior. 
Hence the left flourishing and coming after your kids. But even the left has a change of heart when you talk about the economy, when you break the economy. And there's this clip from none other than the Reverend Al Sharpton, who's on uh, MSNBC or whatever. And he's saying, look, we got duped by the Democrats. And listen, there isn't a day in his life where Al Sharpton wasn't a Democrat or a pom-pom girl for the Democrats. But I want you to listen to this. Check it out. It's more than just messaging. It's more than whether or not Democrats have a slogan that says well, Democrats deliver. It's what are we actually going to do to intervene to try to lower prices, lower inflation until people see that happen and feel it in their pocketbooks. Sometimes I don't think the message messages problem. matter. Sometimes it's a problem problem. It's a yeah, problem exactly. problem. Exactly. with the problem. Because yeah. let's remember that all of this happened while the Democrats were in power. You told us to uh, put you in power. We put you in power. And, and now I can't afford the life I'm living. You've got to tell me how you're going to deal with that because I put you in power there to Just, understand me, not to preach to me. Oh, snap. Reverend Al, he called it like it was. Listen, he's not the only one that can't afford to live in this current uh, situation of inflation. Everybody's up to their neck in their bills. Everybody's up to their neck in gas prices. This is what's happening, and it's because the Democrats. And that's why I want to get your opinions on this. Let's go to Timothy on line two. He's calling from Long Island, New York, talking about the origins of the Democrat filth and how it's been exposed. Timothy, welcome to the Mark Levin Show. It's Rich Valdez. Of God or it's of Satan. King Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun. All this has occurred in the past. This is why the flood occurred. This is why Sodom and Gomorrah was laid to waste. All right. Well, King Solomon's always been one of those people that had a lot to share. But I thank you for your opinion. And you're right. It's either good or it's bad. And I, I agree with that sentiment. Uh, let's go to Michelle. She's been patiently holding. Michelle calling from Orange County, California. What's up? You're on the Mark Levin Show with Rich Valdez. Going once, going twice. Michelle, are you with us? All right, I guess we lost Michelle. Let's go to Lynn. Lynn is in Missouri, and she's a former substitute teacher. Lynn, what's up? You're on with Rich Valdez. All right, I'm, uh, I'm striking out. I am striking out. This is where I beat up the substitute call screener tonight, Steve Walters. Thank you, Steve. But I, I, either way, whether we have calls or not, and I tried. I promised. I said I was going to get to you, and I did. The bottom line here is we have to look at what's going on across America. We have to look at how we're being beat up. We have to look at what's happening in each and every one of these situations, whether it's our kids, whether it's the border, whether it's George Soros doing the crazy things he does, figuring out how to break the rules, whether it's the Clinton campaign, figuring out how to break the rules. Everybody's cr trying to figure out how far they can go, how far can they push the envelope to hurt what we love. This America that we know, this America that we love, the children that we're raising to live in an America that we know and love. And this, to me, is ultimately why we have to stick up for what's right. And there's very few Democrats that are willing to put themselves out there and say, hey, you know what, this matters. But Representative Henry Cuellar, he's a Democrat from Texas. He's on the, on the border, Henry Cuellar. This guy, he's been solid throughout. He might believe in lots of things we don't believe in, but when it comes to living on the border and being um, American of Mexican descent and saying, look, I, I can tell you firsthand, this isn't working for America. 
And I have to give him kudos for that. Listen to cut number 25, Henry Cuellar. Check this out. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of people heading into Texas. They're estimating that as soon as Title 42 is lifted, they say between 30 and 60,000 people could come in in those first few hours. And the men and women of Border Patrol, you know, they're not ready. Well, look, you know, even in the Loreto sector where I'm at, or even the lower Rio Grande Valley, if you talk to the men and women, they're operating at 40%. That means that about 60% of the men and women uh, agents, instead of being on the border and providing border security, they are in border processing centers uh, doing that type of work, migrant care and custody. That's wrong. 40% were operating 40%. So you add the Title 42 on top of that and have a, a, a large number. Certainly, we're going to have uh, catch and release, which is something that we at the border do not agree with. Listen, kudos to him for, for calling it like it is. Nobody wants catch and release. This is not about hating and demonizing and and uh, being mean towards the people that are coming into this country. This is about hating and demonizing a policy that Biden has created, saying, you know what, we're going to make it easier for people to come in. And if you've ever skipped a paycheck or had a, a, a belly that was hungry, then guess what? You can come in now because we're softening the rules. That's wrong. That's bad. Just like Biden, just like his son, Hunter, and everything else that they touch seems to turn to crap. Trump was right about that. But we're going to give this another shot on the calls because I want to get your thoughts on all of this i want to go to rochelle she's in jupiter florida let's see if this works or if the deep state doesn't get to you rochelle are you with me i'm here can you hear all me? all right welcome yeah it's rich valdez you're on the mark levin show what's on your mind hi rich i um i'm driving back to jupiter from west palm beach florida and i was honored and privileged to be one of 1400 people that president trump came and spoke to us tonight it was like a mini rally I belong to an organization called Club 45. It was formed to help elect President Trump to be the 45th president and maybe the 47th president. Should have been the 46th. But he was on his game tonight. It was phenomenal. And what's your reaction to, to some of the audio that we've played? What did you want to say tonight? It's so, oh, well, Pelosi has to go. Schumer has to go. McCarthy has to go. We, we just need to get rid of um, a lot of Democrats and a lot of rhinos. It's on both sides. When President Trump, in my opinion, was in office, not only did he have to fight the Democrats, but he had to fight the Republicans, too. And you're, you're that right. is and it's been an unending battle because ultimately you're fighting against good and bad right right and wrong decisions and so many of those people that you're mentioning have made the wrong decisions and it's time for us to stick up for the people that are making the right decisions like trump like quayar like DeSantis. speaking of DeSantis, thank you Mich- rochelle i appreciate that let's go to tony he's in iowa but he wants to talk about how DeSantis is empowering parents tony you're on with rich valdez mark levin show Hey, Rich, thanks for taking the call. Um, it's about the poorly pseudonymed Don't Say Gay bill and how parents are, they, they seem to be having the sentiment of, you know, what's what's the big deal, you know, teaching them about sexual orientation at such a young age. But I'm wondering how those same parents might feel if, say, they started saying, well, let's teach them how to use guns. Let's have them handle guns in class, you know, <laughs> teach them how to be responsible at a young age with guns. 
And yeah, right. Know, teaching they, gun safety and marksmanship 101. Uh, there would be a liberal meltdown, a freak out from those parents. Well, you know, just because it's like they want to, they don't think that there's any proper age. I mean, that. They have no concept of sexuality, really. They know boy and girl. They know, you know, some play with dolls, some play with baseballs. Uh, but that's the extent of it. Teaching them about that other stuff, you know, it's totally unnecessary. Just as teaching them how to shoot guns when they're in kindergarten, you know, wouldn't be appropriate either. So, yeah, I, think, I mean, I think you're I, spot on. I think you're spot on, and that makes a lot of sense. And this is why I, I appreciate what DeSantis does, because he brings it to them. He makes sure that he gets back in their face and says, oh, you're doing all this to me. Well, let me show you what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to create a bill where it says you can't do this, you can't do that, and you can't do that, because we're going to do this to protect these kids. And their heads literally explode, right? It's like this huge meltdown from the left. So thank you, Tony. I appreciate it, and I agree with you. I think you make a solid point. Uh, kudos to everybody out in Iowa. Like uh, my man, my main man, the former uh, acting attorney general, uh, Big Matt, thank you for uh, your service. And uh, more to come straight ahead. We're going to get to your calls. We're going to get to a couple more things. This is the final segment. We're going to wrap it up. Don't miss the last piece. I'm Rich Valdez sitting in for the great. Welcome back. Rich Valdez. We're in the final segment of the program. I wish I had another hour. Now I know what Mark is talking about. And we're going to get to your calls, plus a little bit of a wrap-up. I want to go to Michelle. She's calling from California. Or was it? No, I'm sorry. Lynn. Excuse me. Lynn from Missouri. She was ahead in line. Lynn from Missouri. You're on with Rich Valdez, Mark Levin Show. Okay. I moved to Texas six months ago. We moved to get out of all the craziness down there and the teachers. I don't, the, I subbed for 10 years just as a sub. I have a degree, but anyway, the teachers want to run the schools. They want the kids to run the schools. They, they oppose religion. They have the books like biology and they're evolutionary. They, they don't stand up for the right things. And the administration is like that. The kids show no respect to the to the teachers. They run the classes, and um, like there were classes in Spanish, you know, for the illegals and stuff. And if I couldn't speak Spanish, I couldn't sub. But it's like our standards. You know, it talks about in Deuteronomy 13, and later in in there, it talks about you don't follow a crowd to do evil, and how. Yeah. Uh, now, Michelle, does. I hate to cut you short, but um, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. Listen, when you have kids that are in charge of doing what's wrong, when you have kids that are in charge of calling the shots, it almost sounds like the Democrat Party in many ways and what's happening in Washington. Now, as far as the other stuff with the references to Deuteronomy 13 or teaching classes in Spanish, I'm not sure how that fit into this. But I can say the Democrats are not doing anything to help and guiding our children down this path that leads to ideological subversion, whether it's the Soviet way or the way that we're seeing it happen with the Disney way, where they're embracing uh, all sorts of perversions. This is what we have to stand up for, because if we stand for nothing, we'll fall for anything. And the only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good people like you to sit there and do nothing. So make sure you stand up for something and do the right thing. Hasta la próxima. I am Rich Valdez. 
and I had an awesome time filling in for the great one, Mark Levin. God bless you. God bless America.